Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right. Oh, man, that's a great bumper. Anyway, we're back here in the third hour of Free Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Beck. We have, um, we have, excuse me, we have, um, oh, Theseus on board, and of course, Alex Linder. And we have a number of callers, White Man for White Land, Tyler Durden. I think that's all, Kai Curter had to drop off. He said he had some computer problems, so we have two people in the queue. So you guys there? Yeah, here. Okay, sure. Good. Okay, um, anyway, uh, we left off there. I, I don't know if we, before we call anything else, do we have anything unresolved from the last hour? No, we've got uh, that completely all resolved, and we're ready to go. Okay, let's bring Tyler in. Maybe he has a, um, he has a uh, comment to uh, tell us here. Let me see. I didn't. I kind of give him a cold call here, so send him a chat message. No. Okay. I enjoy reading your blog, Theseus. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, give the give the address to your it's blog. Theseus. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. You know. I know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> theseus.wordpress.com Yeah. Yeah. You have a good selection of material there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I saw you uh you got the um uh, did you get the uh the the Watson Yeah, that's where I got that's where I got it from. Yeah, asking I'm always stealing material from everybody. You got some good <laughs> stuff there. Well, uh, my wife's a molecular <laughs> biologist um and I I keep meaning to pin her down. I want to get some interviews and some words from her on uh, on race. She's got some really interesting stuff that refutes, amazingly refutes, all of the anti's arguments about genetics and race. I mean, everything they say, uh, like as you could probably predict, everything they say is exactly true. You can look at someone's DNA and tell their race. You know, race is real. Race, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah, she's a cell and molecular biologist knows all about genetics. The facts are on our side. The science. Yes, yes they are. Yeah, uh, the facts are. The, uh, Tyler, are you there? We may have to drop Tyler. Hello? Yeah, Tyler. Oh, I'm very sorry. I blew it again. I'm sorry. There's too many buttons here for me. Well, <laughs> we're just going to have to dump you now. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry. Hey, you had your chance, year, now you blew it. Well, it figures. <laughs> happy New Year, everybody. Oh, well, thanks. You know, I don't hear happy that as much as I used to, just going around. People don't say that. You know, there's, there's nothing really religious about it either, you know. No. They just no. don't say Happy I'm New Year anymore. You know, you were talking about the McMartin case, and uh, one time I told you I grew up in Manhattan Beach. And yeah. that, was one of the, that was one of the oldest daycare centers. I th It was there when... Uh, there was no call for daycare centers. That woman put that place into business when she was a young girl, and her son took it over, and those people died with their names completely fucked. Uh, yeah. Now, they died, right? I mean, I mean they... Uh, the one, the, one of the teachers that they accused of child molestation, she lived in that community for her whole life. Her name was ruined until she died. She had a heart attack, I think it was, a year before the case was settled, and, every, and her name was cleared. But, um, you know, and then, what, about a year ago, one of the kids came out and said nothing ever happened to him. He was one of the biggest accusers of the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, these people, their lives were ruined because just lawyers just jumped on it. It was all lawyers. And that place turned into a media circus. People were making money off of it. 
You know, I, I don't think there's anything political at all in that. It was just kind of a case of money and hysteria. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a Jew, uh, the a Jew legal system. I mean, being Jewish, uh, you know, you know, having uh, being Jewish means never meaning uh, never having to say you're sorry. I mean, if if it were a, a white if it was a white nationalist cause or something like that, rather than a Jewed up lo uh, legal system, it, it it would have been portrayed in the media as something that was wholly discredited, and uh, it would have been a, a euphemism for the way we don't want to do things anymore. But no, it just uh, it, it it goes on and on. Yeah, the Duke case is a good example of you know yeah. now a year later it's kind of coming out that oh by the way she was never raped. She just some <laughs> yeah, it comes out, it comes out piecemeal, and just like this, I mean, and you're never gonna uh, you know when CPS is going overboard again, like they sound like they're doing in Kirksville now, uh, you know, you're not going to get the media shouting from the rooftops, oh, well, you know, you you may recall this uh, this earlier thing where the it's been completely retracted and, and whatnot. No, these no, fucking I retards, they don't, like they don't, they're, they're illiterate, man. They don't know anything. They don't know any history. They, they don't, they don't put anything in context. They just, so parents were out picketing, you know. Well, you were yeah. talking about, you had a topic on an old Goyflower once about how they portrayed the guy that was dragged behind the truck, you know, as a, a yeah. great pillar of the community. He had a name and a face, and they gave a story of his life. And he was, but then the homeless guy who was thrown through the black chick's windshield and laid on his on her car for about a week until he yeah. finally died. Yes. He was just a homeless guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, know, and it's uh, always like that. They personal. I mean, and that's what you get when you own the media. You get to do that, and and we have to. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that's come up someone made a subtle that, point that I had never thought of. That's right, is that they always say like Jewish people are black people, but they never they always say blondes. They don't say like blonde people. It's it's to anything that estranges or alienates you from normal whites is used. Yeah, it's just verbal terrorism, but it's repeated mm -hmm. for decades, so they get away with it. And they and another thing in the forum we saw is that they have implanted an absolute <laughs> fear of like uh, adult males in the in the mind of the average uh, you know Sally soccer mom. Yeah. Uh, and so so much so that, uh, <coughs> you know, I have kids involved, and I think probably most of us doing this do, but I mean, you, you, they have so trained people to think that like every male is a child molester is going to steal their kid or kidnap them or, and abuse them, that ordinary people are just very, very fearful. And, and the media, as much as politics, like Megan said, you know, the whole aim of politics and the democracy is to scare people and get them clamoring to be led to safety and, and all the things that they're menacing them with are, are, are bogus. It's the same thing with the media. It's just stay indoors and watch TV and get scared that everyone's going to molest your kid. And, and meanwhile, yeah, the real dangers go untalked about. And they so criticize we, we people for not talking anymore like neighbors don't speak anymore. Well, hell, uh, you know, everyone is so portrayed to be sue happy and you could be sued for anything. Now people are afraid of one another. Yeah, they've they've and you get criminalized this re repeated meme that politics isn't polite discussion, and that's that's the yeah they they have basically criminalized normal. Uh, uh, Tyrrell said Tyrrell said liberalism. And see, and this is one level removed from reality, but it's it's right. It's just not deep. And he said liberalism is a running argument with life as lived by normal Americans, and that's exactly right. But the deeper meaning is Jews having a running argument with life as lived by normal Aryans. Yeah. Normal whites. Yeah, I mean so they have to criticize everything about our. It has to be everything uh, we do is wrong. Everything we think is wrong. We're, our normal thinking is pathological and repressed. We need to be solved and tiku molamed in, into paradise by these wonderful Jews like David Horowitz. 
who's a commie, <laughs> he's a conservative, he's, he's whatever he wants to be. Right, and they you know, believe like, that normal white behavior leads directly to anti-Semitism, is the way Freud and uh, uh, the Franklin School put it. Uh, Byron that's right. and I have been talking about that a lot on Skype here. Our but, normal uh, behavior is pathological to their Right, eyes. and it's authoritarian, the authoritarian personality mm -hmm. uh, by, by Marcusa, for instance. And, and they, they equate... Normal they white equate behavior leads to anti-Semitism. And yeah, they're any right, it does. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> Any kind of dignity or privacy they want to destroy. And that's why they portray, you know, you're always good. You know, if you see a college movie, what's, what's good? The guys who are looser, not the guys who are too studying. They're always portrayed as repressed 50s uh, types, whereas you've got to be loose and ethnic and, and really cool. And they always put those at odds. With their that's reason theories. one I stopped watching television just because it was showing the uh, was showing a topsy-turvy world. No, the, uh, yeah, the 50s type was the guy that was excelling, and the loose uh, types are losers. Yeah, in so reality. And, and, it, I, and it, I got the spelling right, trust me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it, it gives you a false sense of reality more so than, than you even think. I mean, I, I, I took physiological psychology. Uh, some courses in that, and and you, you wouldn't believe what your what happens to your brain when you're when you watch television. It, it's like daydreaming with uh, the Jew in the driver's seat, or whoever's <laughs> programming that television. Let's just you know to be judicious. Uh, in the driver's seat, I mean the um, the rudder. Let, let's say the best way I can describe the rudder part of your brain is completely disengaged. It's an open. Uh, it's an open pit into which things are directly poured, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I remember just, you know, I had to sit down when I saw it, and I immediately stopped watching television when I was, uh, when I began reading the research in physiological and neuropsychology about what happens to your brain when you watch television. You can be reading a Donald Duck comic book, and your brain is engaged. Uh, you know, your BS detector's on, your uh, uh, hy hypothalamus, your... Uh, um, your imagination is engaged, and uh, you are a part of the experience. It doesn't matter if it's a comic book, if it's a, if it's an ingredient on a can of food, but television, man, there's something about it. There's something about television that just completely takes your conscious experience out of the driver's seat. I mean, this is this isn't fruity new age talk. This has been measured. We've taken brain scans. Uh, uh, of, of people, it's, it's some amazing research. I'll, I'll post uh, what I've got in the uh, in the thread. Do well, you also my, include video no, games I keep in my that? Kids away from it. I'll say that. You, it's a good uh, man. My parents kept kept TV away from me when when we were a kid. We were only allowed to watch like two shows. The point is, and I've been meaning to tell, and and I, and I I was trying to remind myself to to mention this next time I had an audience, like on Free Talk Live or something, but. The people on the forum who complain about stuff on television, stop watching it. You, you're not as much in the driver's seat as you think you are. That stuff. Is I agree with that entirely. Whether you wise or not, that stuff still insinuates itself in stuff that you can't really consciously um, um, know about. And it's just making you a dumber person. I mean, you know, unless you're really limiting it or using it for purely research purposes. Stay away from it. I mean, God, do something more constructive. I mean, I know that sounds... I, I know everyone knows that, but and still people complain about stuff they see on television. Turn it off. Cancel your cable. You know, stop paying the Jew for that, for, for lying to you. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's I found that out particularly in um, in Jacques Ellul's book uh, E L L U L about you know the, the power of propaganda and, and how it works. And he this is the name of the book, and uh, I agree with that entirely. It you really I don't watch television anymore, and occasionally I'll turn it on. When I was in the hospital recently, I turned it on, and 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 uh, it, it, it's it, shocking, it, isn't it? It's overwhelming the messages, and and, and at first you kind of recognize it. And then after a while, you just sort of your mind just turns to jelly. But it insinuates itself. And yeah. And from my studies of the from my study of the media, you know, that's that's been my big kick, and that's a lot of the ways how I came to the <coughs> Jewish question is is finding out who owns this powerful medium. And you know, look, this is the way I put it to people who ask me to characterize it. You know, all the dystopic novels, the tech, the techno punk and. Uh, techno dystopic novels about uh, you know chips and pe- like the Matrix you know people in this zombified sleep or this this mm-hmm. uh, this technological well look it happened it reached mass penetration in the 50s they called it television and it's over and done with most people have two or three and uh, you know you have to get out of that Matrix I mean that's it's it's no it's not an over uh, generalization or it's or it's not it, it's not an exaggeration. To characterize that as, as really as a, just a, a, um, you know a network of people who are just lulled into a, a sleep. I mean, and God, I mean, you can see it in people's eyes when you talk to them, and, and if when people repeat these memes that you hear over and over that diversity is our strength. Well, no one actually says it. No one actually believes it unless they're some type of type of administrator. But uh, or, or even or even anything that it just reinforces this. False, uh, this false world that just it simply doesn't exist, and you're not doing yourself any favors to uh, to, to have that being. Yeah, talk to your average Quan, and and even if it's non-political, with you know, even as putting aside the, the the multicultural theme, which is the is the main purpose of the propaganda, uh, at least now, uh, just talk to your average Quan, and and they they can't talk about anything else that except if, only if it's been on television. They they don't have any. They don't have yeah, any. Yeah, ca- that's the only thing that's real. Yeah. Well, I mean, Alex repeated. I think this was in a this was in a book some Jew wrote, like some Cohen Jew wrote. I I believe he was the first person to refer to it this way, and I and I, I heard it again from Alex during a Goy fire that television is our sense organs for anything that doesn't happen within our immediate experience. Um, and, like between Pierce, Pierce like, says something like it. that, and Who Rules America? Like everything we know about the world that doesn't come from directly talk to people comes from the mass media. Yeah. which are owned by Jews who are pushing their agenda, as we've described, which is Yeah, you have an true. immediate experience in the world of your five senses and the things that you see and the things that you know about, and it's rather limited if you think about it. You know, most people yeah. go from their neighborhood to work and then back, and they might go do something on the weekend, but it's a, ra- it's a lim- limited uh, curtilage that, that people have, and everything else they know about every other subject in the universe basically comes from television. You know, I mean, like, how do you know a country that, you know, this country even exists? You know, you know it probably from television and uh, the, the things that happen there. So, I mean, you have to, you have to kind of wrap your, you kind of have to start wrapping your head around how profound it is and, and then just uh, uh, understand who's actually telling you this. I mean, it, there, there may be a, a, a nice silver-haired uh, waspy type reading the news, but there's some shriveled up Jew that <laughs> wrote it for him, you know, I mean, Producing everything goes through that. 
You know, the other thing they need to get their hands around, the Quans need to get their hands around, is they, they've been trained to think in terms of financial motivations, and and they can't understand. They say, well, you know, why would these people do something like this, like, uh, you know, dumb us down and hurt us this way, because that might that might hurt their revenue. But they, they, need, to, they need to get their hands around the idea that, you know, these people have but political objectives. I, I've yeah, tried to get that across, and they, played played they won't listen. To, they, they will... See the left claims it's all big, co- big conglomerates driven by profit, but you can demonstrate that's not true. But you cannot force the leftists to respond to your demonstration. And the, the leftists are McChesney and uh, Mark Crispin Miller and Noam Chomsky are the main, uh, the main leftist uh, media critics, and they will simply will not respond to the s- direct statements you can cite from Ben Stein and other Jews to the effect that yeah, we trade politics for for profits or profits for politics by not producing and distributing the passion, for example. Yeah, but, but Jeff, there's this racial game being played uh-huh. out. Yeah, that's what you're saying, that people don't understand, that they, they've never been uh, allowed to think on that basis, that there is this racial struggle playing out. And that's, that's real politics. That's where the real stuff is going down. That's where the real stuff is happening. You know, that's the level on which politics it's, it's hard really to get them plays, to accept takes that, place. Though. It's authentic. Everything else is contrived. Everything else, you know, I could like this color one day. I could be a liberal, uh, you know, like they say, you know, you're a liberal when you're young and you go more conservative. Um, you know, that stuff comes and goes, but but uh, race is something that's authentic and unchanging. Yeah, uh, but even you get religion. them to accept I mean, think that, about it's it. very, religion very difficult. Changes. Your gods can change, <laughs> but yeah. who you actually <laughs> are, you know, the, the, the game of racial politics, that is authentic. That's the level on, upon which Jews, um, they, that's the level upon which their game is played, and they understand its power. They understand its uh, unifying uh, characteristic, because uh, you can tell that they understand this, because that's why they disallow er- anyone else from organizing on that principle, unless it's for short uh, periods of time, like the blacks in the 60s. Yeah, that's but a good way unless to Unless they're really trying to help someone out, unless they're really, ch- you know, they'll, they will, their media will um, allow that, that principle to uh, allow that organizational principle to to flower a little bit before stamping it out and killing their leaders. But that's why they disallow everyone else from uh, organizing on the basis of race because they understand that that is the authentic level upon which real politics takes place, and it's not Democrat Republican. Yeah. It's not uh, liberal, conservative, right. it's not any of that stuff. But now it's tell me how you get that across to a Fox viewer. Right. <laughs> I mean, because well, I've, I've tried it. Slowly. It's not easy. It's not easy. No. Well, well Tyler, yeah. Tyler, what do you think about all this? Yeah, go ahead. I'll shut up. Oh, I, well, when I was growing up, I, you know, my idea of blacks was, you know, the Temptations and the, the Supremes and, you know, uh, Bill Cosby, his first show in the 60s. You know, real nice blacks and everything until I had to experience them. So no one's going to believe anything that anyone tells them until it's confronting them in the face. Yeah, until they get hit over the head. And they'll get the race, but they still won't get the Jewish causation behind it. Yeah, no, I I just uh, started to understand the whole Jewish problem the last three or four years. You know, and and but I'm I'll be 49 on the 18th of this month, so and that's I've something you got to get by reading because yeah, you probably won't. I didn't it. It, until I found the internet. I I had no idea. I never would have ever 
experienced anything and like this. And so you're the kind of guy that you, you're, you're kind of awakening is what the Jews are trying to prevent with their hate crimes bill. Or Was there anything in particular, bill. Tyler, that, that, that tipped you off to the Jews? Uh, well, I, I, I played in rock bands for about 30 years, and every time I was involved with Jews, I got screwed. Huh. Royally. I mean, big time screwed. Every single time. They love the music business. God. Yeah, and they're, they're thick in it, too. So I just gave up. I just said, forget it. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I'd get right to the edge, and then some guy would pull me back. Or uh, it was just always, I got screwed out of, well, one recording I did, I got screwed out of almost $300,000, and there wasn't a thing I could do about it. It was like I didn't have the money to fight this guy, so I just went away. I was a kid at the time, and I, I, that was the first experience, but I even still didn't put it together. I worked for some Jews in the furniture business for about 20 years while I was playing, and my last boss of 10 years was a Jew. He would fire Mexicans and give me their job. I'd take it over. Huh. He wouldn't give me a raise, you know. Uh, I worked for that guy, busted ass, and I still didn't put it together until I got on the internet and found people like VNN and FS88 and people like that. I've really learned a lot from everybody. I keep saying that, but I can't stress enough that people got to get their ass on the internet and start. They have yeah. to be their own editors. Because yes. all I all I knew was the LA Times out here. They own the Mexican paper out here. They have a group, uh, editing group called the Unity Caucus. Every story gets run past this Unity Caucus. Every huh. segment of society is represented in that Unity Caucus, except <laughs> for a white straight male. Now, see that—that's interesting because that's like newspapers becoming like TV shows have done that for years, but now they're like, I, maybe newspapers have too, but you don't hear that talked about so much as like you know. They'll have some some consulting faggot who will determine whether or not their portrayal of a queer on on a sitcom is appropriate. Right. But they're even doing that in the newspapers. They have some board that oversees, like you say, everybody's interests, but the white people who founded uh, California. Yeah, I L.A. Times has been like that since probably the you know Bradley uh, years. Yeah. <laughs> it, it drives authentic uh, people elsewhere, like Alex said on a recent oh, yeah, Goyfire. The Jew quite likely may not be able to survive the internet. You're exactly right. We need we we are you said we need to be our own editors. We are our own editors now, whether we like it or not. And that's that's the internet uh, you know, is is in web two and this stuff, these technologies coming about are just allowing us to filter and aggregate this stuff better. And yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. We are our own editors now. And that's very I'm the last I'm the last guy who should even give a damn. You know, I have no family. I have nobody. I'm all alone. I work. I live for myself. I should just be kicking back, maybe fishing, going surfing, diving, you know, backpacking. I should be screwing around instead of bumping my head with issues like this that I'm going to be dead in another 20 years. It's not going to matter to me one bit. I'm leaving no legacy behind, so I don't care what's left behind. Why am I fighting so hard? Why do I make... Why do I take friends that I've had for 15, 20 years and ruin that friendship by trying to shake them and wake them up? Yeah, I, I, I know. I have people who have quit talking to me. I have family members that won't even talk to me anymore because I try and wake them up to what they're doing and the lives they're living could be so much better if they would just wake up. I've been there, they, too. We're, we're, we are living, they live. Hey, yeah. Tyler, yeah. I got a, yeah. I got a <laughs> chat I got a chat message right. from Stan Sikorsky. 
and he said, uh, you know, he said about your business being cheated by these Jews. He said, been there even down to the furniture business. Apparently, uh, Stan's been cheated in the furniture business by Jews in some way. So, oh yeah, uh, oh, urban I moving I systems. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're both things that I really loved. Um, they actually took, they actually took two things that I really loved and screwed them up. And so I don't even want to have anything to do with either one of them anymore. Yeah, if you Google Ian Scott and uh, uh, the truth about the music business, there's a really great uh, article in there from a, I think he was a guitarist for Anthrax or something. He talks about, all, he, man, he really dishes the dirt on music business. And <laughs> as someone who went to music school first, like that, wow, yeah, you're exactly right. It's Jude. I mean, just the, the short version is this. You start your second album heavily, and like if you have a if you have one hit album, you start your second album heavily in debt to the record company, if you can believe that. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. that written about. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, like you have an initial hit album, and then, and then you have to get two hit albums to actually have. You, you know how like. Uh, Wow! To, to live the life, you actually have to do it. In again. other words, they suck the life. They they suck they all the money out of your first album. Yeah, that's why these guys the start their own record labels. Ah. Yeah, they put up what they do they is they they, yeah. they put up a bunch of stuff up front, and then they they give you a little per diem on the side. And, and they these charge are idiot kids who are probably drinking yeah. and having yeah. fun. And your first album is usually the stuff that you really like the most, you know, that yeah. you've really put a lot of time into and you really want to be proud of. And they like get to Billy make the Corgan money off said, your hard work. Billy Corgan said you get 18 years to write your first album and six months to write your second one. <laughs> that's about <laughs> yeah, right, too. That's a very good way yeah, to Yeah, or you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll shelf your music and then you'll be on, they'll be on to the next big hit. And you'll, yeah, you, you can't be grow as an artist. Stuff. They want you like, uh, you know, like, like a... ACDC, bless their hearts, who have written the same album a couple dozen times. <laughs> I want you to grow as a musician. I mean, I look at my stuff, you know, and I, I've just started recording again with Cubase and stuff in my home studio, and like, I, I, and I look at the stuff that I've written over the years, and you, know, you change so much, as you would a writer or any other artistic expression that you do, and uh, and yeah, they even stifle that, so they've, they've really, you know, the Jew... You know, it's funny. They say my, and not to get, I'm not getting off the subject here. I'm going to wrap this up. But Mein Kampf, Hitler, they call it hate literature and all this other stuff. When you actually read it, he criticizes art and architecture and stuff as much as he talks of more so, I think. He, he criticizes the Jews for their crappy art and what they do to the beautiful uh, human expressions uh, that we call art. And, uh, you know, he, he has some of the, mo the best criticisms he has of Jews has to do with art. Uh, the and National uh, Socialist idea of art, music, and life, period, is just, I think, the ultimate example of how we should live our lives. Yeah, well, I always thought it would be funny to see, to see Hitler's application to the what, Vienna School of Fine Arts versus some of the Jews who probably got let in on top oh, of Oh, yeah. Him. I bet you could probably we, come You up don't play the drums, do you, Tyler? Oh, yes, pictures. I do. <laughs> yeah, I play drums. You play drums? Yes. You know, I just thought, I, you know, uh, you know, do. Uh, we had Battle Cry on FTL. Um, yeah, I heard that. If you want to go to Europe, I think uh, that might be your ticket to Europe. Well, see, I would really love to, but I'm <laughs> recovering right now since uh, I was uh, run over by an uninsured nigger two years ago. Oh, and my. I just had my last surgery uh, January 29th. 
and uh, I probably have another two years to recover. You know, I'll tell you what happened yeah. to my aunt out, out in, in Los Angeles. She was visiting out there sometime in the 80s, I guess when the place was transitioning to be a real shithole, and her she got hit on the freeway out there, and uh, uh, it was a car full of Mexicans, and of course they pulled off the road, and then, believe it or not, uh, the Mexican car was kind of disabled, and it kind of limped off the road too, and, and you know she thought that you know they were you know being like decent people and, and you know going to share license uh, you know uh, numbers and so on. Well, they they just uh, they just got out of the car and walked away. Yeah, they'll just and abandon the car. The car. And run off. Yeah, they do it all the time. They and they get away with it. Uh, you guys were talking earlier about how you know they're tearing people up on the roads and stuff. And I remember when the police were chasing all those wetbacks in the early '90s down uh, uh, it was the five freeway here in LA, uh -huh. and they were ripping pieces of the camper shell off and throwing it at the police. And the car was actually, the truck was actually cutting people into the sidewalls. They were trying to create accidents so the cops would stop and help. And, you know, these assholes sued the damn police and got away with it. It was one of the early, you know, That's suits. Amazing. That I remember that. They got away with it. They made money. These fuckers tried to kill people yeah. on the road, and they got away with they, it. And, and they had that on video. And nobody did a goddamn thing. Yeah. No white person went down there with a noose or anything and just, we should just <laughs> yeah. tear the front That's what it's going to take, jail. folks. It's going to take that. It's, it's going to take the Old West. This isn't going to be done in the, in the ballot box. Not when we have ballots and voters stacked against us. We've got, in L.A., there have been wetbacks voting for years and years. I see it every time I go to vote. I don't even vote anymore. I'm sick of it. Well, I'm no, not the voting that game anymore. Unless you have some sort of, like, very intense local issue, like, you know, I don't know, a water tax or something, or a park or something. I mean, voting, voting, uh, you know, I mean, uh, maybe there's a reason to do it, but, uh, you know, I mean... Not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm All right. In full disclosure, I voted for Bob Bowman. He was in my district here. Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, he knows about 9-11, and he said he was going to bring it up, so I voted for him. I'm but not yeah. doing it anymore. I just always get hit up and hassled for jury duty and shit. I'm just tired of that, too. Huh. I'll just tell them you're a racist. You'll be home in five minutes. Uh, no. Well, actually, I, I served jury duty once, and I, I, I actually I did like it, and it taught me about the black guy, too, because the judge was black. And I thought, for three days on this trial, we're trying a black girl for shooting into her house, you know, and trying to kill her kids and stuff. But I'm sitting on a jury with yeah. black women, and I'm, I'm watching this, and there's a black judge. And the judge, judge was black? I'm thinking, man, you know, this judge has his shit together. He's really cool, and he's, you know, articulate. He's, he's, he's educated. It, everything's great. And the last day of the trial, I see him in at lunchtime, and he runs in these two black bailiffs, and it's like, shit, brother, what would it be like? You know, and all that. Oh it, they went right back to the street. And right then, I just thought, well... The judge was black, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. The, Are you sure you weren't on the movie set? No. Uh, you know oh. what? Uh, I had to take a double. But you know what? Uh, yeah. Just like on TV. <laughs> no, he was black, but I'm in L.A. I've seen on TV. I'm in L.A., so. Yeah. All right. Well, look, Tyler, we're going to let you go. All right. Happy New Year. Thanks a lot. You guys All right. we got a, we got a good queue of callers here, and, and we really I, I really liked hearing from you again. Do we well, have a million, li million listeners yet? Million and one. Should. You should. Million and one hundred. It's going up. Good night, guys. All, All right, right. Take care. On, man. Good night, Tyler. All right. Listen. You know, Theseus, uh, uh, Alex mentioned this, and it certainly seems to be 
this way to me. Uh, there are a number. Do you th- do you think it's more than normal, or, or do you, th- you think it's just the normal stream of people denouncing the Jews? I mean, that's I mean, a really you got good question. It's hard for me to know because yeah. of my, uh, you know, because I, I think you and I came into this thing right around the same time from yeah. the same angle of conservatism. Uh, so it's kind of hard to know, but I, uh, the the social dynamics in polling that I look at, um, agrees with. You know, and it's kind of funny. It's like the boy who cried wolf. You know, Jews saying that anti-Semitism is constantly on the rise, right? Well, yeah. I think it really is on the rise. I mean, it can't help but to be because, um, you know, like I always say, the reality is anti-Semitic. I mean, they've they've boxed themselves into a corner, and trying to get themselves out is it's only making it worse. I mean, God, I mean, in years past, and look, in years past, they would have tried to. Uh, um, uh, co-opt a guy like Carter who wrote a book uh, critical of Israel they would have they would have co-opted him they would they would have set up some type of Jew false opposition panel and put Jimmy Carter at the head of it as a way to uh, to help the social situation in Israel and help the Palestinians right and, and just kind of filtered him off into a, a, a you know a nice non-destructive cul-de-sac a political cul-de-sac where he, he wouldn't have been any harm to them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, they're just overreacting now. I mean, and now they're, they're just screaming at them, and, and, and liberal middle-type Americans that would tend towards the left, and, and a lot of Southerners, actually, way too many Southerners, yeah, uh, no comment. Carter a lot and see him as a very moral, upstanding type of guy. I mean, his his books have been about, you know, like our, our lost American values and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that's my thinking on it. Is that in years past, I, th- I really do, I do think they're overreacting because it seems like in years past they co-opted people who um, were mildly criticism, cri- uh, cri- critical of what they were doing in Israel or, or wherever, and uh, kind of redirected them down a, uh, a safe little cul-de-sac and and shut them up is what the effect would have been. Um, and just paid them a lot of money. And yeah, um, basically, yeah, gave them the I velvet. Now pre- they can't afford it. It's it's mm-hmm. you know, uh, Pierce said this. They have a tiger by the tail, and the tigers, the ti- tigers in a state. And what that implies is the tigers get constantly more and more pissed off. It's not going to get used to the kike holding on to its tail all of a sudden. You know what I mean? It, and so they have to hold on ever tighter. Um, and I think that's uh, a really yeah. Good I, I think the inter- internet is really showing you that you know. Absolutely. L- look at the internet. I mean, I don't care whether you're a commie or a Nazi. The people who are the good writers, that's where the readers are going to go, and and you can't fake it any more than you can fake athletic talent. I was already reading something the other day from some Jew source. I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was talking about how the internet was a. Art, uh, was a unfortunately an artificially leveled playing field. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he accidentally said what he thought, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. and but all that's of a sudden where we are. I mean, that's they're, they're brazen about it, and, and that yeah, and that's they can't win, win an unrigged game, and the, the game they has got to be rigged. And the, when there's more than about three people standing up opposing them, they freak out, and you know, and all of a sudden you got mirrors. So here's what I mean by having a bunch of lawyers. It's, it's you know, the same thing as like Carter. I guess he's not a lawyer, but having a, a politician, having respected 
academics stand up and say, hey, here's what the Jews have totally taken over American foreign policy, near Simon Wall. All of a sudden, one other person has the courage. Carter stands up and calls him an apartheid state. But that's happening, you, yeah. You, you get a few people doing that, and, you know, all of a sudden, they're the scythe they're swinging back and forth, chopping people's heads off, goes, funk, and sticks, yeah. and all of a sudden, you can speak freely. And then we can solve the problem. And, and yeah. we have to facilitate that by using, we're just, we're as hardcore fast and strong as we possibly can. That's the way to beat them. Yeah, Continual pressure. We are having an effect. We are having an effect. Yeah. And, and i got to believe it's coming from us because we've been saying it for years and, you know, <coughs> now all these people are, are coming our way. Well, you right? guys at There's BNN were the only ones that were talking about uh, the Iraq war being, you know, you guys were hammering on that or, or you and... Well, uh, white national. Just say white national in general, but yeah, we we well, said no, day one. Here's what we're doing. Front, at Stormfront, you know, and they still are to this day. I mean, I, I don't like to speak ill about the quote movement or anything like that, but just just for this oh, conversation, right, cool. you know, there are a lot of people there that were that are yeah. There's some on. goofy stuff over there. I really haven't yeah. read them on. Uh, yeah. on uh, I don't go over there either very often. I went over here there a little bit in the Strom stuff, and then every once in a while, someone will post a link to uh, some goofy thread over there on Stormfront, and then I'll go over and look at it, and, and yeah, you know, you got people who are clueless. Oh, it's, well, it's like well Amarin yeah. with a bigger message board. I mean, with yeah. less, uh, <laughs> it's less erudite. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, we got White Man for Whiteland uh, uh, on here. Oh, good. Hello. Are you there? <laughs> Woody, is that you? <laughs> oh, White Nationalist of Pedophiles with the Prussian Blue Dan. Man, that's that's good. Are you sure he's not Jewish? <laughs> are you are you pulling a trick on us? White uh, man forgive filter fish. <laughs> Got matzo bar soup. You know what what is, what is a gefilte fish anyway? I mean I, I've seen them in the jars. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Jude fish essentially. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's like this yellow piss I water. It's a tapeman with scales. <laughs> Scaled Chaperman. <laughs> the prehensile. Prehensile scale. Prehensile snout. I always wanted the snout. 80 pounds of body armor. Very tough. Oh, Mama, give me the snout. snout. Period. Oh, anyway. Oh. Surfing tip. We're having tapering you built the base tonight. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> hey, w hey, did y'all hear that uh, White Man for White Land? Did you hear that posted on BNN forum? The. Uh, God, who, was it Brutus? Uh, one of our better posters uh, at VNN posted, uh, it, it was a YouTube phone call from Z100 up in New York City. It was, and, and they prank call people, basically, and some girl, Jewish girl, put her Jewish parents oh, up to... Uh, do y'all know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're Yeah, I've heard this. What station was it on? It was Z100. I'm, I'm sending Jeff the file right now so he can play oh, it if okay. he wishes. But, oh, um, yeah, I'll play it in the... Um, Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Pre-show sometime. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, the parents basically freak out because they have a disc jockey call and act like uh, that he's asking the girl out and stuff. And, 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 Jewish yeah. and oh, they freak uh, out. He's like, what? what? Oh, oh, I'm got what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, so uh, when I come <laughs> over, shall I bring some dinner? You guys eat crap dinners. <laughs> <laughs> An Italian tried to date their daughter, right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. posted that. I didn't listen to that, but I heard it was pretty funny. Oh man, it was hysterical. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of funny videos, Theseus, I see you got your uh, the uh, Why Should I Cry video up on your blog there. That's a pretty. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Height of. 
you're just barely coming through on my end. Yeah, you're really, you're really low. Let me try to turn my mic up a little bit. What's wrong? Yeah, come on through. Come on up. Yeah, that's a funny one. Somebody posted that on the thread to uh, this Free Talk Live. Uh, um, yeah, and somebody posted that. I put it on my blog. It's very good. It's uh, If you like grills, you definitely want to check it out. Iced, iced out. I've heard it before. I, I forgot about this, but... Yeah, it was really good. The, the the Jewish parents just they just go nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and they're like, ah, oh, you're killing me, and and uh, what what is it? I, I I was having a good day in Alma. Uh, what is it? <laughs> like, oh, I got diarrhea, and uh, you're killing me, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I thought you know in the movies and stuff, and like Howard Stern when he talked about it's his not exaggeration. I thought that they were exaggerating. <laughs> It's an understatement. Yes, it's <laughs> new to Alex. They're worse than Cartman's mom and, and the Goldmans. <laughs> Can you oh. diarrhea by making You've got to take us out with that, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you send it to me, I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, I think I think we might have really... Oh, here it is. Uh, we might have a terminal problems here with... Uh, oh, we need to make a horror movie. ...with yeah. White Man's yeah. Microphone. Going on? You can't hear me. It's yeah, so thin. You. Really? Yeah. I mean, what about you guys? Do you guys think about that same way too? Do, do you guys hear it the same way? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real low. Uh, or what? Yeah, just real low. Kind of. It feels like it's paper thin. Little reverb. Yes. Sit up straight. Sit up straight, young man. Put your feet on the ground, face oh. forward. Breathe from your diaphragm. Oh. <laughs> You know, uh, Theseus, my, my bandwidth here is just used up. Okay, let's kill it, man. That okay. Is, I, I do that. That probably has you know, that could be the reason why White Man has has a, has a problem, but I've got a pretty good I've got a pretty good uh, broadband connection here. Uh, here, I'll, someone else is sending me the same. No, it wouldn't come through at all. You know, it's 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 digital, so it would either not come through at all, or you know, be very very choppy. It's just—it's just real. Here, someone else is sending me the same file. I'll see if it—if it comes any faster from their connection. But yeah, we're probably—you know. Oh wait, was I sending Alex that file? I don't know. Oh yeah, you were. You—you you did. You did. God. <laughs> I didn't accept it. It's definitely tonight. good. So. All right. I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Ha I don't know for some reason. Oh, uh, I wish I could play it. But yeah, she's like, what? what? I mean, it sounds just like Cartman's mom, <laughs> and uh, and she starts immediately talking about her bowels, like you what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad gets on the phone, and, and the guy is really good. The DJ's really good about pushing his buttons, you know. And he's like, it, it, I, "Man, at this one part, she says something, and it's hard to understand what she says. It's like a." Uh, uh, a Jew doesn't go out with Italian. Italian don't go out with the Jew. They're not us. They're not kosher. The the pig. Their lips are like pigs. <laughs> she actually says that, man. And it's like, yeah, this is what Jews probably, you know, oh, Jewish parents. I mean, God. And can you imagine? I mean, uh, you're sure that whole thing wasn't a setup? That was actually real. Yeah, so it was real. It would have to be really two, good actors. Of no, you can really tell when people are acting, even if they're good actors. This was just. It was too over the top to be. It sounds pretty damn funny. Oh God! I don't know. Are you sure I can't play this, Jeff? And everyone can. Um, unless you could, uh, uh, bring it through your mic. 
Uh, but I, 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 several people have tried to send this to me, and I, I can't. I, I, I don't know. I, it's so slow. Uh, is it everyone still there? Yeah, we're here. I guess I guess you only need mega megahertz. You're reverbing. Are the Jews censoring you, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know. I think they might. They might. Jews may be pretty thick on your end. I I I have no clue. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I smell I smell gefilte bagels. That gefilte fish is cooking. Goddamn tapers fucking with our broadcasting. Okay, I'm getting real. I'm getting really <laughs> bad echo. I'm gonna have to remove you, White Land, White Man. I, I apologize. We'll be back next weekend, and we're gonna be wrapping up the show here real soon, anyway. Yeah, they're sending him that file. So. Yeah, I ha I dropped White Man. I was getting all kinds of um, uh, okay. echo and stuff like that. But yeah. let's have him on next time. Tell us about Detroit next next time. Anyway, let's let's um. Let's have, I guess, you know, kind of a few minutes of closing comments or whatever, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, we're not running until 11. We're, uh, what time do we start? Seven well, we did three hours, so we, we can uh, go a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, <coughs> I, do, I do miss, you know, Keep dropping white, man. That was too bad. Well, let me see if we can bring in Yankee Jim. Maybe Yankee Jim won't have that problem. I can uh, I can put Mrs. Theseus on here and she can tell you all about uh, race and genetics. <laughs> She's looking at me like no. Let me see huh? what Yankee has to say if he's do, still there. Do you do you have a line of call of uh, callers or? Well, he he sent me a, he sent me a message. Good Lord! No, uh, <laughs> fucking atomic bomb went off. <laughs> How are you sound, Yankee Jim? I'm here. Well, you sound pretty good. A little Hello. loud. Not. Turn it down. Move, yeah. Move your mic away from your um, um, mouth. Helps too. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to even be on the show. The phone started ringing. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, we. I, I apologize for that, Yankee Jim. I don't know if you want to talk tonight to us. We're we're I'll we're sit here and listen. We're close to the end of the show, but we thought you know, since w white man, we had trouble with him. We we try to give one, uh, someone the last few minutes here. He usually has something interesting to say. Well, I'm not prepared to say anything tonight other than that uh, that Jewish... Uh, my, personally, my uh, opinion is that Jewish shtick, uh, the radio show... As a matter of fact, I think it was up here by me in a, on a Poughkeepsie radio station. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Z100, wherever that is. Well, that it's either in New York City or I think every major city with Jews has a Z100. <laughs> uh, I think everybody's got or a zoo, a morning zoo, or I, it was one of those type shows. But, and I was just snooping around for it when the phone rang. When, when Jeff just called me, I was looking for it. But I listened to it personally. I think the whole thing was staged. Oh, I and don't. it's funny as hell. It's hysterical, especially if you live around that type of Jew. And there's many Jews just like that on the East Coast here. And uh, it's oh, it know. is. I've always lived in the South, and I've never seen. Jews like that in person, and I, you know, just on television. But I don't no, know, man. I think that I think that might have been real because they were too. They, it could have been really wound up, and when you hear it, you know, the dad's like, "Oh, you're giving me a hot," and that's so funny. You know, they talk. About oh, the comedians always talk about the parent parental guilt and stuff, and immediately it's like, "What? You you think an Italian? <laughs> oh, I got constipation now. Oh, I've got uh, you know." She starts talk, talking about all these 
physical ailment she now has. Oh, you're killing me. I don't know what God's going to do to me now. Well, you know what really made it so good on a local level? If you've ever lived around New York uh, Jews, I personally, I had, a, I had in Queens, New York, for a couple of Christmases, I had a part-time UPS route in Regal Park, and, and we're talking nothing but Jews. We're, Forest Hills, they call it Forest Hills. That's where, you know, my son Lenny, he's going to be a lawyer. Lenny. That, that type of thing. And that's why I appreciated it so much. I mean, they were, they were definitely real Jews. Definitely real Jews. And they were <laughs> definitely uh, New York City Jews or New York City area Jews. Probably Fabish Hills. But there were just certain little things like when the mother said, I'll kill me with a knife. Kill me with a knife. me. I love it how the guy goes. I love it how the the the, uh, the, the disc jockey, the guy that's calling, says, uh, um, "How does he bring up God?" He said, "Oh, oh the, the the dad says we don't, we're not that way. We don't worship that God or something." And he says, "Well, you should." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah. You should. Oh, it's the right one, you know. <laughs> if you get if you get the file, post it up because it it's definitely funny. And if and like I said, if you're from the area, if you're from the East Coast, or any any Jews anywhere on the East Coast, I mean, it's just so it's just it's so real. Even if it were, at, but still, in my gut, my gut tells me it, the whole thing was staged. But it was still hysterical. And and you're right. And you got to remember something here. Jews are good actors. Uh, and, and like I said, I, that's just my personal opinion. I think they staged the whole thing, but it was done very well, and it was very spontaneous. But uh, Jews, are, that's what they're good at doing. You think Act they would show that much laxism uh, on purpose? <laughs> it's, it's a game they play. It's, it's a game they play, and it's, I don't know what it's... I'm reading a book right now by Eustace Mullins, and it, it just, it, it's how, how they just get thrown out, and they come back, and they want to... Even after getting thrown out, they, it's like a game. They want to come back to see what else they can get away with before <laughs> they get thrown out again. Yeah, they're like Paul Shore. They're that. Weasley little puppies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes they want us, and this is my opinion. I'm no expert on Jews. I, I learned you know, quite a bit about Jews living over here on the East Coast for 25 years and bringing them packages in my little brown <laughs> truck. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, they, there's certain things that, you know, they want us to know that they're cheap, and they play on that, and, and, and they probably put these little images, you know, they purposely want us to know this stuff, so we'll just walk around, you know, say, oh, yeah, Jews are cheap, everybody knows that. Well, they're doing their real dirty deeds, but uh, they, they have fun with the goyim, and they're Who good actors. That? Who was that, uh, Alex, I'm sure I'll probably know this, like, um, who was that that w was talking about any time... He was a Jew. He was one of those self-hating variety. Uh -huh. And he, he said uh, <laughs> he said that every time he hears about someone being anti-Semitic and then he hears what they actually said, he's always relieved because it's never anything real. It's always like they're cheap and they're obnoxious and they, uh, they, they hate Christians or something. He was like, oh, I thought you were going to say something real, like we overthrow their governments. And, oh. you know, we <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, uh, it was one of those Israel-founding... That I remember that Maurice Samuel wrote, like, you blame us for this and that, but you never really get to the heart of it. You know, we're yeah. responsible for all your philosophies and your religion and your every revolution, you know. Since the That's what I thought of when Yankee Jim was saying that, that about how he wants us, they want them, uh, or they want us to know that they're cheap. 
Yeah, well, those little things. I'm not blessed with that much uh, experience with Jews. Thank well, you remember that Paulie Shore uh, the video of him getting punched. Now that was faked uh, down yeah. in te Texas. So I wouldn't be surprised if they faked. Oh, that it. was a fake. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, he he set that up. Yeah, it seemed kind of it seemed you know if you it watched it slow, he rolled with the punch a little bit. Yeah, it, it was. He, he didn't even really hit him. It, it was. Uh, it didn't really look like he hit him, but it was fairly convincing as an as an acting job. Um, oh, that but, was great. In general, yeah, stuff on the radio is a uh, is a hell of a lot of stuff on TV that's presented as live is staged. And yeah, you know, I have to say, I, 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 I got, I would get, if that's faked, I was totally taken with that. I'm usually not taken heard by it, acting. Know, but It'll have, to, I guess you'll have to judge. Everybody will have to judge for themselves. But man, that I, that was just a choice piece of, of loxism. It, well, yeah, we'll, I mean we'll that was just tasty. <laughs> No, it's funny. Like, like I said, if you if you get a chance to you know interact with with that type of kike on a daily basis, uh, it, it just may, you know if you if you get a chance to to mingle with Forest Hills kikes every day, you ju it's just it was like real life for me when I was uh, listening to that whole thing. It was just like being there. Uh, it, I, I mean, I had flashbacks of my old UPS route, and this was back in the early '80s. It was just like being in Forest Hills again. Kill me with a knife, why don't you? Kill me uh, with a knife, my Kill God. me with a knife. Uh, you, you know, not just kill me. Kill me with a knife, whatever. I'm <laughs> sure there's some Jewish yeah. stick to that also. But uh, How do you, uh, Angie Jim, when, yeah, when, you're, when you're around these people, when you're in the ghetto, so to speak, the, the what, it, what they call those ghettos in Eastern Europe, the shtetl, when you're in the, when you're in the shtetl, uh, with them, life is with people. I mean, how do you, how do you you know they 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 pretty much know you're a goy. I mean, how do you, how do you how do you talk to these people? I mean, I no, mean, I don't anymore. Okay, I, I can't I can't even I this I'm going back years now. You know, I, I've changed drastically okay. in the last eleven years uh, since I moved up here to the Jew infested Catskills. I I can't deal with that nonsense anymore. Uh, you know, this was I was a lot younger and I was a different person back. Yeah, you know, it seems like the only thing you could do was just <laughs> slaughter them. I mean, you can't yeah. really their 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 personalities are so overwhelming and pushy. Well, like I said, I was a different person yeah. at the time, and, and yeah, you know course. that kind of stuff. It just didn't bother me. As and and as funny as this is going to sound, I actually sort of liked living in New York City back. Uh, back in the in, when I moved there in the 80s, I moved there uh -huh. from Detroit. But it was I, you know, I was a different person. Now sure. that I've found out about the Jew, I mean, you you just everybody knew Jews were cheap. Everybody knew they were pushy, and they and these were the things that they wanted you to know. And it's like a game to them. And they knew you knew. I, I th you know what I yeah. I think or, or they suspected did. they or or they suspected you knew uh, these things about them. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just like I said. I was a completely different person. I wasn't really Jew wise, other than the stuff that they wanted me to know about them. You know, the cheap, the pushy, uh, yeah. that type of thing. But the, you know, they there are certain things they don't want us to know about them. Like you know, for instance, they control our media. Even that I think is turning into a game with them. I mean, they somebody just recently said, yeah, we it basically yeah we control the media. What well, what are you going to do about it? Blah, 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 blah. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. My blah, 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 best Jackie Mason voice. Blah, 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 blah. That guy's fucking tiresome, huh? Oh, God. He used to... He <laughs> How's that guy still breathing? Oh. He's been around was, forever. Uh, and he's... And you know what? I, I did some reading. Uh, he, I guess he got his start up here 
in in the Jew infested Catskills at those at those resorts. The uh, poor spelt. Yeah, boy, yeah, about forty miles, fifty miles south of me. Uh, Retailing stolen jokes like Larry King. Shelly Berman. Anecdotes about Sandy Koufax with $50 a head at the local gymnasium. <laughs> and that's, that's where they all got their start up here in the, in the Jew and that, That's the truth, man. You saw that. You, Jeff, you were laughing your ass off of that picture of Larry King where he's yeah. got from what Roger. That is a funny goddamn photo. We, we actually have that back in DNN's files from like when we first started. Uh, someone dug up a bunch of those. But that one, he's just got such a fucking classically dishonest. Jewy type. Yeah, greasy, dark. <laughs> yeah, fucking looks like he's looking for some, someone to scam. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, by yeah, the way, he was. He's telling lies about Sandy Koufax back in the day and how he knew him, and this a race of scammers. Well, Koufax uh, was a good pitcher, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a kike also. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they were. Everybody was a kike. So, if you so think about yeah. it. Yeah, he knew, he knew, well, what's his name? He wouldn't pitch on the, the Shabbat or Shabbat or whatever it is. <laughs> hey, like by that. the way, guys, I, I, you may find this interesting. I had a uh, guest uh, surprise visitor up here in the Jew-infested uh, Catskills today. Uh, we went out and had coffee. Uh, Burn Jew Burn oh. from the forum. Just happened to be in the neighborhood, and, and we went out and Excellent. traded uh, propaganda and all kinds of stuff. and. It's, you, you never know who's going to pass through the Jew-infested Catskills. <laughs> Jew-infested Catskills. But, yeah, you know, it's not every day that you get a call in the Jew-infested Catskills, come on down and have coffee, and it's burn, Jew, burn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Which is kind of funny. It was a good day. Pretty groovy. <laughs> yeah, and this all happened, by the way, on Martin, on, on Martin Luther King Day. I get a call from burn, Lu burn Jew, burn in the, in the Jew-infested Catskills. And Hi, I'm Burn, Jew, hate. burn. <laughs> All kinds of hate going on out here. Oh, we're going to rename him that. It just for historical honor. Yeah. <laughs> right before we re or disinfest them. <laughs> yeah. I got a note here from Tyler. It said, uh, my old boss and band leaders were all proud of being shifty Jews. The formerly Jew invested kids. Yeah. I've got a... Uh, and yeah. by the way, it's great to hear that you're doing uh, well, Jeff. Oh, and, man. Uh, and Tyler, I, I'd like to hear him call back in. He's a great caller, and he's he's an old fuck like me. <laughs> and uh, well, actually, I got two years on him, but uh, I've got plenty of music stories. I've got a couple of friends. One from Brooklyn, a, a studio owner who got fucked real good by Kikes. So we'll go into that some other time when we, you know focus on music. Now this bring is interesting. It seems like we have a high degree table. of musicians in our ranks. It's weird. Well, I, I'm, I'm like a half-assed musician, and I've been a half-assed musician all my life, but I have some friends who are real musicians, and, uh, and a, quite a bit of them, uh, many of them have gotten fucked by Jews. One really, uh, especially. Uh, maybe I'll try to get them to call in one night. Well, I mean, to be in the, anywhere in the music business, even if you're, really, if you, if you're around playing bars, uh, it probably, I mean, you're probably getting fucked by Jews because... The mere fact that people like Britney Spears get record deals, and I mean the best bands, literally the best bands I've ever seen. I mean, just you know, ended up playing bars in Charleston, South Carolina, and and there's a couple that were from my hometown that uh, you know they made, they actually were signed by Island Records, and they made a video, and some Jew at MTV didn't like it, and that was it. Ten years, huh. they were back working at the record store, and they were a decent band. I mean, they were a hell of a lot better than. You know the the crap that did get through. I mean, God. 
seems like it's almost a version of acting these days. You know, if you oh, absolutely. They can carry a tune. It's just how good looking are they? How much can we sell their sex? And yeah. they don't care about politics or the art of it. And we can find yeah. people to play. It, it sovietizes it. it. It makes your art shit. I mean, it, it makes it shit. I mean, it, it, it when you do things on the basis of it, it's funny. I mean, the way the the universe works, it really is funny when you choose things. <clears throat> like when you when you go against the universe by choosing, for instance, not the best uh, person for the job, but something for political reasons, it's amazing mm-hmm. how fast things systematically tear apart just on something that simple. And they force and you to play along with, with this music. charade. And, and like you know from psychology, people cannot play along with charades without basically going nuts, at least in, uh, to a pretty good extent. Yeah, they, they, you can't they don't even want you talking about it. And everybody has turned into an amateur politician in, in the Soviet system. And, and there are direct antecedents to everything that we're seeing in, in the Soviet Union uh, under, under the Jew in the Eastern right. Europe when and they captured The way it. they say, talk about political correctness and political incorrectness in the Soviet yeah. Union, they talk about politi- you know, politically unreliable. Yeah. Same hey, I want to, to say, uh, make a little point there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like what Jeff did for the Mason book for this uh, monograph that Frank Ellis, a British professor, wrote about the origins of PC. And he's a Slavonic guy or a, Slava, a Slavic studies expert in Britain who suffered from uh, opposing uh, uh, Jewish uh, free speech codes. And he did something called Marxism, Multiculturalism, and Free Speech. And he really, he knows the Russian origins of political correctness and has some, some interest stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read that in here uh, in the audio That's one of these days. Just want to let people know. Yeah, those so. guys from the Eastern Bloc, man, they, they um, it, it's amazing. They, they know, they hate communists in ways that we can barely grasp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I know that Jeff has, uh, Jeff, what was the book you told me about? Uh, the Captive Mind that I've read a little bit of? Yeah, there, there's a few good spots in there. It's not a, it's not, it's not really a Jew-wise or white nationalist book. It's called The Captive Mind by that poet, uh, Chechlosh Chechla Milosh, and there's a, there's a couple good sections in there about how uh, you know living in a in a in the 1950s and and so on in in the Soviet society about uh, you know how you have to you know kind of recondition reprogram your mind to, to 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 live in that kind of situation. I think I think it it kind of dovetails with the with the qua in the sense that whites have to kind of reprogram how they react to. Uh, you know, you've got to be an amateur politician every time you shut the door behind you. Yeah. Otherwise, you might lose your job or. or exactly. Else. You know, you, you teach yourself to look down at the carpet. You know, your feet when you you know you when you hear something you don't like. Uh, you know. Yeah. You heard that you just I don't spontaneously know. generate that turn the punch bowl feeling. Yeah. Someone might think that you're thinking the wrong thing. Cognitive I'm dissonance. You know. That crap. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just my my personal pathology with not giving a damn, but. Um, I don't know. I, I find that if you if you just uh, not come out explicitly against it, but if you just laugh about it and you know chuckle, and, and you know have kind of a knowing chuckle at stuff like that, and yeah. it just you know you get your message across, and people it's amazing. I've had more people gravitate towards me when they start seeing that stuff in me. That's uh, true too, and it's ever. probably it's probably a little better in the South. I mean, I just uh, I can see when. It's just so funny, or, or you, you see the fear in people come out. I'm talking about even on TV, not even necessarily in real life. You can uh, you can hear someone make an observation that gets within a stone's throw of making something politically correct, and you feel the fear in the rest of them like rise up. 
Yeah, you can, it, you can hear a pen drop in the room sometimes. Well, well they're just there. Oh, I wouldn't touch that. I'm not making any comment. I didn't say a thing. You know, they, Pen box statement. This, this yeah. fucking thing, this is where the country is, is headed, and it's, it's nasty and abnormal. You know, it's, I know, it's but that makes it a little like bit that. easier for us, though. I mean, if you, if you aren't afraid and you don't project, and, and you project that you're not afraid, it, something about you becomes attractive to people. I, I, I'm, I mean, no kidding. Sexually I'm, attractive. No, yeah. I mean, some like people are kind of drawn to it. I mean, because you're right. You're right it's in that people. Strength magnetizes people. It, it sexually attracts women and, 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 and admiration for men, and it draws the courage out of them. They it does. does. You, it and, does. And that's part of your Absolutely. political duty is to yeah. be a, a man, you which means your you're not afraid you're of what you're saying. Yeah, you have to you live free feet. if you want to be free. Yeah, and you're dealing when you're dealing when you find your feet politically, you are dealing with reality, and you don't need to know all the answers ahead of time. Then, because once you're dealing with reality, you know it. it, it it's like uh, if you can discuss. You don't it, need to be a good orator or a good uh, political thinker to describe what's going on. You just have to have your eyes open when everyone else is blind. Yeah, if you uh, have the correct orientation in terms of your your own you rationality and discussing problems and s describe what you've seen, yeah, that's a, exactly right. Yeah, that's what I found because I, I've never been good at that stuff. But and that's uh, what's so sick about the Jew Jew produced society. It's so utterly sick and unnatural to our people and the way that we think and live. They've turned people into reality deniers. Yeah, I mean, you have to be a you literally you have to be a reality denier to get uh, to quote get by. The truth is no defense. The truth is no defense. Yeah, and well, yeah, you expose Jews to hostility. <laughs> yeah, hostility. ridicule. That's so wrong. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I mean, how much fucking hostility do you know? For instance, like just like college kids get on campus. I mean, white college kids, and uh. Yeah, it's crazy, I, and it's so funny. I mean, white college males are so attracted to just a modicum, just a tiny little bit of strength. And you you criticize mm -hmm. this Ameriquad BS, and you 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 call it what it is. Yeah. And uh, you know, you you just use the simple term multi cult. I mean, people are like, you know, well, they, you know what? You've got, got a whole other way of yeah. thinking, man. I mean, it's like it's not really. I'm just describing reality. But the you know, you get a lot of and they're earnest too. They're earnest in in a way that people are not when they get older. And they're they're that's what's so sick and sad about the Jews controlling campus because they they mischannel that natural ability to be morally inflamed that you that you lose when you get older. And it's yeah. probably just purely partly physical energy. Also, they they get you know like yeah, what are you going to do? That's how the world is. But you can't yeah. lose that. Otherwise, you you lose an important part of you know being a man and being alive. And yeah, and that goes back to music too. And I heard y'all talk that about instinct. that before. And y and you know what? You hit that right on its head, man. I mean, I, my wife and I talked about that so many times about how um, alternative music and stuff, like how it's all depressed and angry. But there's never a point to the anger. There's never yeah. they never talk yeah, about why they're angry. They always you know they always talk about the you know the loss, the missed. Probably they don't understand, and if they did, what are they, what are they going to say? You know, they they're going to yeah. do like what uh, what Art Alexakis with uh, Everclear. You know, it's not easy to be a, a scared white boy in a black neighborhood. But then two songs later, he's talking about I do believe. You know, the white men in the in the suits, they are the machine, and they're grind. No, no, that's not how it is. But yeah, you know, yeah, the hey white guys with yarmulkes on. Yeah. Hey yeah. Alex, change the subject here a little, uh, if I may. Uh, I just about fell out of the chair earlier. I was sitting back listening, and you brought up the Wait, negress. 
you brought up the Negress in the in the uh, Captain Kangaroo uh, costume. Uh, oh yeah, Jocelyn Elders. And immediately, what came to mind you was remember that how bitch. That she was a one-woman comedy act. I mean, well, <laughs> she's one of the rare nigger bureaucrats we got our money out of. Even well, if it was an amateur stage act. Well, what made me fall out of the chair <laughs> was the fact I I had just posted something recently. Uh, uh, there was a whole thing when she was she loved Eric Klapner. I love Eric Is that what it was? I know she mispronounced his name right in front of him. Yeah, well, she said it about four times. And, and now it's anything correct. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And she's <laughs> saying this with a Captain like Kangaroo Cap outfit. <laughs> yeah, wasn't was that everyone's in, in immediate thought? You're like, damn, isn't that what that Bob Kesey or whatever that dude was used to wear? Who was the real name of Captain Kangaroo? Yeah, right. And he was probably a child molester if you think about it. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I hate to He hung to around with guys like Mr. Green Jeans. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Green Jeans. That's I, I, not right. I'd hate to think that uh, the guy, you know, they were members of, of National Vanguard. I mean, that whole thing is, you know. <laughs> the uh, millions of people. I mean, what do you explore the connection? And, and that was a joke. That was a sick joke. I didn't. I didn't mean that. I and I don't that. want any yeah. of you people out there sending Kevin Girl Scout magazines, uh, <laughs> calendars. That's not helpful. I mean, can I'm you just imagine? Can you just imagine Kevin walking around now in the Charlottesville jail with a pair of green jeans on? I mean, oh, it's, it's no. And I, I'm oh. joking. I'm not going to. I'm going to reserve comment until. Yeah. Who knows? We we have we have completely are. <laughs> I haven't encouraged people. We don't. I, Zog's charge. I didn't give a fuck about that. What Alicia posted, what we were responding to. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, Joycelyn Elders. I mean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> masturbating. It, it's, we it's need a to joke, learn how to. It's a joke we're forced to play along with, and that's what drives yeah. me. That's really the heart of it. Is I don't want to be forced to pretend that something is not the way that it actually is. That's yeah. un. That emasculates us. Well, there's a better joke now. I mean, think about it. Condi Rice is running the show in the Mid-East now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's actually intelligent, though. I mean, she yeah, can, but it doesn't matter. She's still a nigger. That's she's right. I mean, but she's still right, right. But Jocelyn really Elders was a fucking coon. I mean, you know, Con they're all coons. A different <laughs> yeah, they're all coons. Yeah, but you know, some of them are a couple of notches above. But the bottom line is, you've got a negress here that's got her hand on the button. Uh, what, what is going on here? Better than George Bush. <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't really matter, you know, one nigger or the other. She's just a tool of the neocons. She was brought along by them and went to, like, University of Denver. I mean, I guarantee you that, you know, if, if, if you went not, you know, I don't know anything about it, that, but yeah. if, you, if you're a, a normal white, you're not going to get into the, the, the level that she got to from the University of Denver. Yeah, now, unless you have a, uh, some Jew championing, championing you like she does. In your she was a right classical. Color. She's an accomplished classical pianist, and so um, that's that's claimed. That's claimed, and it's claimed that she knows these languages, and it's claimed that she's an academic. But she's someone pointed out she's never really written anything. Like one one supposed paper is is the extent of her work. Oh, that's true. I have seen a video of her playing piano, though. She is. Yeah, I've I've seen her playing it. I don't know if she's accomplished or not. I can look at her and tell. She, well, I mean, you know, she yeah, she can play it confidently, but I don't know if she's accomplished at it. Right. I mean, who's to say? I mean, lots of people can play the piano. I mean, I, there's a lot of niggers that can play the piano, though. Ray Charles could play the piano. Playing the piano is not that hard. 
it's 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 something you're either going to do or you're not going to do. It's just something you're born with, I think. I mean, you could train a monkey to play a piano, I think. I'm just saying she she's she's not. A, I mean, someone like Elders is is a walking joke. Yeah. I mean, Rice is Rice is you know she's just a. a a black front for the neocons. Now, supposedly, yeah, supposedly she knows cool. Russian, but I remember her trip to Russia, and there were a lot of jokes. I don't know if they were just, you know, what, I mean, there were a lot of jokes she didn't do very well. Yeah, that was for a different reason. Though, well, but I do remember reading on memory the Middle Eastern Media Research Institute, MEMRI.org. Mm. It's a bunch of Jews uh, tattletelling on the, the tiny little bit of... Uh, Muslim media yeah, helpfully interpreting Muslim media for you. <laughs> yeah, they have to. Oh, they want to wipe Israel off the map. They want to kill them all. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, like that translates. Anyway, um, but the <laughs> one of those guys over in I can't remember who it was. I, I, I think it was Hir Hirario. I think it was one of the pro more pro-Western guys. But he was criticizing Condoleezza Rice as someone who would be sleeping under the tree in the jungle or <laughs> in a tree in a jungle. I kid you not, I'll post it in the forum, the link to it. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Some what? Middle Eastern guy, so, some Middle Eastern uh, uh, yeah. like uh, uh, <laughs> I think I caught that, yeah. You know what well, I'm she talking was about? A, she was a Zulu, wasn't she? <laughs> oh no, that was Oprah. It's Oprah, yeah. Oprah. yeah. And Oprah don't lie, baby. Yeah, Oprah, Oprah don't Oprah lie. Oprah don't lie, baby. <laughs> God. I've been meaning to sample oh, that. Oh God. I had heard that. I totally forgot that. How did you hold it together, man? Oprah, don't lie, baby. I didn't hear much shit when I was on there, but no, I heard yeah. after that mix, I was like, I busted out laughing when I heard And then she starts naming the Jew. How come the Jew? How come they so special? They, they only hear about their Holocaust. That's all you hear about. Yeah, you did yeah, see well with her, too. You orient oh, her back hilarious. towards the Jew. I mean. Just so people yeah. listening to that, this can know that what we're talking Get about. In the right direction. This is um, Alex Linder's appearance on CBS Radio in Los Angeles, and you can you can hear the whole thing if you go to govnn.com and and hit the archive button, and then and then go into the Alex Linder section. You can you can hear this this nigger caller. Oh, that's right. It was a couple people who said, yeah, there were a couple folks in the forum that were saying, oh, you shouldn't have done that. It didn't. Over, I had no idea what they were listening to. I thought it was well, brilliant. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought really they good. didn't understand that I took a specific tactic. Look, I could, I could have taken another. T I took the tactic of coming in over them and dealing with substance and talking to their audience. You talked past instantly. them. Exactly. I talked past them while they stuck to the safe ground of personal insults because, A, they don't know the facts, and, B, if they took me seriously, they, they wouldn't be on the radio. You yeah. know, if I was Al Sharpton, uh, they'd be kissing my ass, but whatever. It was fun. No, it was great, and to an extent, it was fun, and it it did. Yeah, I can absolutely tell you that it worked because because of the letters I'm still getting from people out there who heard it, which is amazing. Of course, it worked. Months and, after and the fact, the, the the proof that it worked was, I mean, that negress well, she called in and started ranting and raving at you, and then in the end, yeah. she's agreeing with you about the Jew. And what did the first caller say? First caller fucking agreed right off the bat. Like, yeah, I've dealt with some of these Mexicans. I can't really talk to them like fellow people. Uh, and oh, the, the identity, girl? and uh, yeah, the very first caller was yeah, I remember like, that. yeah, I completely agree with this. Oh, I, I guarantee you, if they if they pl they can't play it straight up because guys like us would dominate it, we would win. We have most of the white people out there are going to identify with what I said on that show. Everything they, they did fell flat, though. I mean, like you're talking about that yeah, they the tried first girl who called in. I mean, too. that was so perfect it almost sounded like a plant at first, but and she yeah, was I, really I, good. I, 
I couldn't believe that, uh, that that they didn't set it up to where uh, like the first person would attack me or whatever. She agreed with what I was saying. Yeah, and even what they did set up fell absolutely flat. Yeah, but they I tried mean, to set up that stupid faggot. Yeah, they up. did. Yeah, dude, I've yeah. never heard anyone do that since the fucking seventies. I mean. Yeah, they were trying to criticize her, though. They were like, yeah, like, you don't know that was a Mexican, though. She was like, well, yeah. I had my identity stolen. You know, the, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. it was like, everyone and their brother knows who that is. Oh, that. Let, let me tell you, they're sitting on a fucking volcano of angry and oh. knowing sentiment. I mean, this housing blog I was reading over the weekend, they fucking damn well know about all that and the connection to the Mexicans and the, the, the cheap loans. And it, it, people know. They just they, they need to see strength and leadership. and. And the internet is letting them know that people are out there, and now we're slowly but surely, you know, we're ginning up a white head. Oh, and niggers and niggers and Mexicans are starting to kill each other out in Watts. If if you guys saw that video, I, I think I posted something up on the forum. But we yeah. we all know that. I mean, they're they're having their territorial wars out there, and I sure. think it's great. You know, this this time I think it was a 14-year-old negress that got killed by two spicks. Uh, but it's all good, or as they say in the hood, it's, you know, all, it's, good. All, it's all good. It's yeah. all good because they're yeah. having they're having turf wars, and they and the, the, the one thing I do like about mestizos Mexicans, uh, they kill niggers, and they don't think twice about it. Yeah. Uh, I think we we talked about this one other night. I mean, one of the one of the initiations into one of their gangs is they have to go into up to a strange nigger and kill it. Huh. That's what you do. You go up to a nigger and kill it, and then you're in. You're in the gang. And, of course, Mexico is not known for having a nigger population. It's a Mexican. Where'd they go? <laughs> well, they do probably percent black. I mean, they, they well, they are percent black, but, I mean, yeah. Mexico doesn't have a nigger population. No, they all went to Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> the Mexicans pushed them out. <laughs> yeah, but, but that also that's also a good tack to use talking with blacks about... Uh, their leadership, their own corrupt leadership, and, and that the Jews and corrupt whites are the ones who choose their uh, leadership like Jesse and Al, I mean, because they're telling them to yeah. welcome the Mexicans and to displace them from uh, direct economic uh, and political competition. And they're, abs they're running circles around the blacks, of course. And uh, But real black leadership would be anti-Mexican anti and anti-immigrant. It would. Yeah, that's but, a good uh, tack to take. Oh, and anti-Jew and yeah. white as well. I, I just, uh, I, I, that's a very good tack, and and I, I like to just say, hey, the Jews brought you over here in the slave ships, because that's they're always inflamed about slavery. Say, hey, fucker, we couldn't buy you till the Jews, you know, brought you over here. They bought you from your own people. Dig it. It's all good. <laughs> Oprah don't lie, <laughs> honey. <laughs> lie, baby. Oprah, Oprah don't lie, honey. <laughs> Zulu. If you if you understand anything Good about Lord, the slave trade, funny. like that, the more you understand about the slave trade, the more you understand how hysterical that is. This is the Oprah's a Zulu. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were probably zero Zulus that were brought over. I mean, that, yeah, so we're talking different. The slaves came from what? Places. They came from like West Africa, up and down yeah. the coast where the Portuguese were. Yeah, hey, you, from from the Bay of Benin, where the Go people ahead. look like the Katrina. People hey, if you guys on the roofs and after Katrina. If you want to see some 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 of those type of people that were stranded on the roofs after Katrina in action, uh, in the um, at vnnforum.com in the news section in the this just in, I started a thread called Mestizos Kill Niggers. And what are they paying you to advertise here? <laughs> oh no, they're not paying me. <laughs> <laughs> you paying you to pull? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have nothing to do with it. 
<laughs> I was hoping and praying that whole, that that guy wouldn't hang up on me. I was just kind of <laughs> like milking that, you know. Hey, I just pulled this up. <laughs> There's no Jews. Just right. What does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, I, I don't know. I, you know, he just wouldn't let me get to the point. I just wanted to ask him what the Holocaust, you know, what was the Holocaust? And I finally got it in. That was great. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. I did that, a pretty that good That was job. really well done, Yankee Jim. I hadn't said anything to it you about funny. that, but yeah, that was. That, that was uh, good. Well, for being spontaneous, it just flowed pretty smoothly. It, it all came out good, and and, yeah. and you and you guys in the radio end of this thing, you'll be uh, you'll be using that little. <laughs> yeah, we will. I mean, that's great to hear Alan Combs saying "No Jews, just right." <laughs> Truly, indeed. He used to call him up and say, hey, Al, no Jews just right. Did not realize what he's doing, that we could quote that? And <laughs> <laughs> what, what does this mean here? You don't have to be that hammering? smart to get to the top of the chain as long as you're, you've got neat autistic connections. Hammering out the Jew. What does that mean? Hammering out the Jew. So that means we take Put your head in the and I'll hammering. show you. <laughs> Penis de Milo. Uh, getting back to the new uh, to the new newspaper, I got a sample copy of uh, of the new newspaper in the mail the other day. The uh, all right. Uh, what, what, what's it? I don't have it in front of me. It's did uh, Roger send it to you? Yes, he did. And yeah. uh, the white patriot Good. leader. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be a lot of that going on around up here in the Jew-infested Catskills because <laughs> I, I ordered a thousand of them. Oh, sweet. And yeah, we uh, wanted to promote that, and uh, uh, Joseph did a hell of a job in the layout. I mean, it looked, it's absolutely uh, beautiful. It does. Yeah, it looks really he, he well He spaced done. it out, and he laid it out. and he Oh, it looks the, nice. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's good. Looks nice. It's yeah. all good. I'm going to put that out around here. Another well, you know, if we have a... It's probably not too late for uh, someone out there to put together a uh, uh, the White Patriot Leader 2 uh, bumpers for the VNM broadcasting like we did with TA 3 and 2. And, uh, you know, uh, I think someone put White together Patriot. one where there was Beethoven and was saying, the Aryan Alternative. News I remember that. Yeah. Beethoven's another I, I think Stan, uh, Stan, yeah, Stan has a really nice, uh, soothing voice for those bumpers. I must yeah, say. Stan does good work that way. I must say, it's very nice, very well professionally done. Now, it was, it was, <laughs> it was James Hawthorne that did a lot of these uh, bumpers, not all of them. This is a hate newspaper. The hey, no, it's been like two it's weeks since I realized that it was Cartoons. James doing those bumpers. Yeah, James but, uh, did a good job. But, yeah, I guess... I guess I guess they can do an American accent like that with their, you know, like the, uh, like British singers, you know. Have, you yeah, know. I they lose it when they're singing, huh? I didn't know that till just now. Yeah, yeah. Now, would you go back and listen? It's funny. I mean, wow. He, he must have. He must be a, like a voice person, or so he must do voiceovers or something. Hmm. Well, anyway, how about how about uh, I'm starting to kind of wear down here. How about just in general closing comments tonight? I'll start. Good night, gentlemen. Happy New Year, and, and keep up the good work. you got a good thing going here. Yeah, we'll try to make it right. again like we did, you know, before the, in 2006. We'll try to make this Monday night, you know, Free Talk Live, and hopefully we can get more folks in. We have, we have someone who has, you know, mentioned that they want to do it. So... And hopefully great. we can do more shows a week. Too. Yeah, that's like what I mean. I mean, it, we can get I, I would continue to do the Monday, and then <coughs> yeah. and I'll leave his name out. And you guys know, you guys would know his name if I said it. But okay, and then he he would do like a Wednesday well, or something. Well, now Jeff, isn't the thing we need uh, producers? Well, this Stan is going to cover this fellow. 
Ah, excellent, excellent. That's what we need. So we've yeah. only got to see. We can probably find some hosts, but uh, d finding uh, people to produce the show, as, uh, as Jeff yeah. does, is the real difficulty. But yeah, yeah, just moving to two people a week would be mm -hmm. a you know tr yeah. uh, th you know, that'd be like a you know f doubling our 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 presence. It would indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's it's steadiness. I mean, it's yeah. you know. One broadcast. Well, I'm very all the time. free. I'm very free this semester. So. Good. Um, you know, I'm I ready to line stuff up. I can. I've got the stuff yeah, here, and I, I've still got your directions for producing the shows. So, mm -hmm. I'm. Well, you know, I'm if, yeah, if, you if, if you don't, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty well booked Friday's up for like the weekends, but I, I think Stan. Stan is showing <laughs> some interest in assisting here. Hey, uh. What is, what is, someone was saying that, like, the biggest nights for the Internet are, like, Wednesday and Thursday or something, because I know people are often not around, like, uh, It's square so in the middle of the Friday week. Friday and Saturday, or low TV, at least for TV. I don't know if that's true for the Internet or not. But I think, in general, the weeknights, about the time we're doing it now, is probably the best time to do it. It's like but a bell course. curve with Wednesday <laughs> at the top. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, again, keep up the good work. I'm, I'm going to hang up. Okay. Thanks, Yankee Jim. See you next See you later, Yankee Jim. Good night. See you. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah, got a cool blog. He's got a good blog. All yeah. right. And we got that on our local uh, local blogs. In the Jew-infested Catskill. See, if you say it enough, it becomes a whole, like, <laughs> that's the only way you remember how to say it. That looked Turns out it was termites. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't say Yankee Jim without Jew-infested Catskills. Wouldn't it be great to, like, open a map of the northeastern U.S. and see Jew-infested Catskills in big letters? <laughs> You'd be like, whoa, <laughs> there be dragons. <laughs> there be dragons. <laughs> 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 the modern equivalent of there be dragons. There be filthy sea mites. <laughs> Do not be sailing in that direction. <laughs> there be filthy sea mites. Watch your booty. <laughs> you won't fall off the end of the earth, but you'll wish you did. <laughs> <laughs> you really. Actually, now I have another person sent me a note who you all would probably know. Uh, Tyler, Tyler said he'd be interested in doing a show too. Yeah. So anyway. Well, hey, if somebody, hey, I'll say this while um, I'm on here, and this will this will be my wrap up. Um, thanks you guys for having me on. Thanks uh, for hey, Alex thanks for, for coming being on. in. Thanks for yeah for you know keeping me on all this time. Gosh, uh, and Jeff for putting all this together. And my pleasure. Yeah. Being his own engineer and all and that. Rising stuff. from his sick bed to produce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. like some senator that wheel into the Senate to vote. <laughs> yeah, get this old senator to vote. Break the tie. Right, but if anybody wants to um, do, you know, I'd, I'd like to have uh, someone else to kind of help me carry things. Yeah. Um, so get in contact yeah. with me on the forum, Theseus. If you can, hey, if you can produce it, I'll come on whenever, whenever you, uh, uh, whenever you're capable of doing a show, I'll be happy to come on for whatever. No, like okay. I said, I can't produce the stuff, so but I can I can yap as, as long as needed. Well, if I can get Friday night, I can pretty much do every Friday until summer starts. All right, that's cool. And well, if you need someone else to yap, I'll come on. Uh, but uh, yeah, the more the better. We should have a we you know we should get a, a a contact for this you know instead of instead of it being Jeff himself you know mm -hmm. somebody somebody um, should step up and you know we need. We need media people to just to do stupid, not stupid stuff, but to do basic stuff like be a central point of contact to say, well, no theses, you can't have this Friday. How about next one? Because somebody else is going to be on. You know, I mean, we we don't really. Well, we I don't know what. Uh, <coughs> well, here, here's what uh, we, we don't have enough people to to have scheduling conflicts yet. I don't think because Jeff, I know 
Jeff, you intend to do, stay doing it on Monday. Yeah, and, and, here, and here's what Stan, I can do. Stan's going to do it, but Stan's uh, got some other personal stuff that pops up. But if you can do Friday, then that's it. That's your that's yeah. your time. Yeah, I'm going to have well, to look I'll at my, my schedule, first too. First come, first serve. And we can, get, we can get Stan's schedule, and we can get people together and see how, how they can fit in. Well, I'll let, I'll let Stan claim whenever. If he wants to claim Friday, that's well, if you that's if Friday's fine, the day you can do it, then that yeah, then Friday's the day I can do it. So I I'll go ahead and uh, yeah, just Friday. go ahead and do announce that I'm going to be doing a show on Friday. Uh, okay. So I guess you can you can look for that on the front page of VNN as the time grows near. And, yeah, uh, well, uh, you, know, you know me, I'll be talking about mostly about politics and sure, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, we had a number of people, Theseus, and I think this would this would go uh, well with you, uh, who wanted us to talk about Iran tonight. And you know, yeah, yeah, that's true. There's so many. I want to tell y'all, I'm right about Iran. <laughs> yeah, well, you you have a like a typical male. I, I'm absolutely I'm right about Iran. It's not it's not me. It's this is these are the political. Generals. And I'd like to hear more of it because I don't even uh, I don't pay as close attention to that as you do. And I know you have a very deep. And you know a lot about the military too. About so about yeah, the, the deeper the internal. Yeah. We're basically trying to split the internal factions of Iran apart, which is very smart politically. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be, you know, that'd be, be a good subject. I like talking about uh, uh, the movement, where it's going forward. I like to do forward things because, uh, you know, like Jeff, I've only been <coughs> in on uh, Jew wisdom for about a year. So and and like college stuff. That's the other yeah. thing that, uh, uh, and I always loved, I mean, I'm getting farther and farther away from it, but I still try to keep my hand in the, the TSU stuff and see what's going on. And, man, they're, uh, I don't know, they've weeded out. This one kid, I quoted his blog on Kirksville uh, Today. Shut it down completely. Oh my Real God! Pissed off, writes to me. Oh, how dare you! You know, unauthorizedly reproduce. You know, my uh, blog entries. I'm like, good lord, dude! I didn't even criticize you. I actually, actually, I praised him. I thought he wrote pretty good stuff. He was so horrified at the idea of uh, a Nazi, so-called, uh, quoting it that he uh, shut it down. Is that Whatever. fucking sad or what? It's weak. All yeah, right. The future belongs to us, not people like that. I mean, like I say, the there's there's not going to be any statues of Abe, Abe Foxman around. Yeah, we we encourage you, VNN people, don't be, don't fuck little kids, <laughs> and don't be thin-skinned. You know, <laughs> not really high standards. <laughs> Pretty easy yeah. to comply with. I mean, good lord. <laughs> yeah, if you don't do, if if you don't have, any, I mean, be be an upstanding person. You know, when nobody's watching. Yeah. You know, if it takes exactly. secular morality and understanding of deep philosophical, you know, if you got to read Plato to do it, if you got to believe in Jibu to do it, I mean, do what you got to do. Be an outstanding, wise person. And, uh, yeah, it's like Alex said. Didn't really have to tell you. Be faithful to your wife. Be, be yeah, a you got, it's got to be parent. basically ordinary stuff. You don't have to be super, super hyper-moral or moralistic, but the more you can be like that, the better. But we, do, but we should be better than everyone else because we, we do. I mean, if we, yeah, we should each be. of us is a node on in, in the uh, conspiracy for a just and better future. Like the exact opposite of the Jews. Yeah. We're a vast international criminal mafia. That's right. Is it a race? What did, what did Chain say? Is it a race? Is it a religion? <laughs> is it an international criminal conspiracy? Hey, do they have a gefilte fish of the month club? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking about that. I was just wondering if they come in like special flavors. Ooh, I got sick of it. It's, it's a lot because <laughs> of the butts club. Yeah, that's the thing with this gefilte fish. I've seen them in the store, and is it really fish? I, yeah, or it's like it's Swedish it's fish. Where it's no, it's like I think it's like like ground like carp mixed with some kind of dough or something, and like, it looks like a, a, a 
like you, you took a, a a jar and everybody in the synagogue hawked up a leaf yeah. and spit it in the jar. It's yellowy and and then you sold it. <laughs> I don't mean. Oh yeah, I do mean to be disgusted. I do mean it, and I think yeah. I succeeded. And that's what it exactly what it looks like, and it smells like fucking crap. I didn't even dare to taste it. <laughs> Man. It's like a Jew took a crap in a bottle of formaldehyde and then stuck it on the on the shelves for a few bucks. Yeah, it, I, I've it, seen it, this it, stuff in the oh, store. And it's I, kosher. It's food. You <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Look at the cake. No. When I see stuff like that, I flush it. <laughs> I don't eat it. It's as, it's as nasty as a thing that consumes it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> it looks like it's made for a Jewish mouth. <laughs> Oh human consumption. Oh right, right, yeah, and, and and also in closing, I'd like to say that um, there was a really uh, nice little whitewash on Abe Foxman in the New York Times yesterday. I haven't posted on my blog, and I'll post a link to the New York Times story on it. Excellent. It's a, it's one of those yard longs, but it's really well done, and it, it talks yeah. about basically how paranoid and vicious Abe Foxman is. Ultimately, it's a whitewash, but it's yeah, still a nice little peek. Inside your blog's of got it. lots of great stuff. I, I think I reprinted. Uh, uh, what was it? The Idiocracy uh, Review. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I emailed you and asked you to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, you got some movie reviews up there. Yeah, I said yeah, that. I was looking really for movie good reviews. Too, and I had a I mean, people, uh, hey, someone wrote and claimed that uh, he originally titled that Ameriquois. And I didn't know I, if they were trying to put me on because, uh, you know, you can edit wiki. But I was like, man, yeah. that would be pretty, pretty cool if he, if I he would originally re- use that. But I suspected. See, I've, I've, I know people have tried to set me up before when I was in college. With uh, uh, to try to play in your ego. Yeah. I don't fall for shit, but it's certainly possible. But it was also uh, <coughs> called uh, 3001, but they ran into problems with Kubrick. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? But uh, yeah, you wrote a good review of that, and give me your give me your blog uh, name again. Oh, uh, well, dcs.wordpress.com. I don't want to sound like I'm pimping it or anything, but... No, but that's yeah, all right. Well, no. com. If you go in on the uh, vnnforum.com on the... Uh, I'll put the link there to uh, the New York Times story, but yeah, I think everybody's everybody should read that if you want a yeah. little yeah. whitewashed, albeit whitewashed glimpse uh, into the ADL and the paranoid and viciousness of uh, Abraham Foxman. Um, right. It's pretty, yeah. and, and it, it talks, it, it gives you a little inside uh, look at them twisting arms in Paris and Washington. All over the place. They're international. They're worldwide. Loxism is a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely a, a global. You know, they're writing letters and telling the Pope how to act, and, and yeah. the penguins down in Antarctica. And, you know, they Jews on w- uh, a quarter of the moon. Did you know that? Yeah, and I, I and what? Yeah, and the minute that they get a Jewish colony in the moon, they'll be accusing the man in the moon of being anti-Semite. Yeah, the last place we and went was so anti-Semitic they oppressed us. They <laughs> forced to flee. Yeah. Interstellar relocation due to excessive anti-Semitism. Yeah, they won't go until they're Martians landed, they would be accused of being anti-Semites within three or four minutes. Yeah, they would be be running into their arms saying, Oh, the people here are such anti-Semites. Anti-Semitic among the four-foot-tall green folk. Oh, you have prehensile noses, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love the concept of a prehensile nose. Sometimes I I dream that I have one when I'm asleep. Going around grabbing things. I'm grabbing bananas off trees. Yeah. 
Oh, that must be great. Remember that? Remember that uh, that cartoon from TA3 where Brutus had this Jew <laughs> woman who had a big long nose who was wrapped around <laughs> into the fuel tank? Yeah, we put that on uh, TA. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Brutus I, I always a, draws the best noses. A collage that it's. Yeah, people see that and they laugh. It, 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 you think about it; it doesn't even it doesn't even need to make conceptual sense. It just looks so sneaky and Jewy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just beautiful. It pulls out the essence of a Jew. It's like. Somehow he's trying to snake your gasoline. You don't know exactly how. You know that Jew's nose is up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the uh, my wife and I were looking at one of the when he did. I think it was what he did recently about the uh, the semi gas again. It was the Garden of Eden, and and on one side, it, on one side it had you know modern day you know women being tempted with consumerism and stuff, and the, and the flashback yeah. was the snake with this huge pencil <laughs> nose, you know. <laughs> in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> yeah, he uh, huge honker. Brutus should be he should be published in the Daily. Pa- I mean, he, I always think about that. Like, if we lived in a normal society, yeah, you could go to the newsstand and like buy papers that had pe- things like Brutus's cartoons in them. Yeah, you know, yeah, you'd just be uh, like, wow, this is so great, man. All the right things are hated and all the right things are loved, man. That's the world I want to live in. And it's properly funny because all good humor is based in truth. It's exactly right. You can't fake it. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> why other I mean, stuff is less and less funny. He, here we've been slurring the character <laughs> of Joycelyn Elders and Gefilte Fish, but no one can deny that it's funny because it's true. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Gefilte it's Fish is inherently funny. I mean, yeah. uh, Gefilte is like uh, Yiddish from German meaning filled, so it's like filled fish. It's like some oh. nasty fish that's stuffed with a bunch of crap. Yeah. It's like shit stuffed crap. <laughs> crap stuffed shit. It's just <laughs> gross. And then it's stuffed in like a baby embalming fluid. Like you find in the, on the back reaches of some 19th century science t- scientist freaks. Yeah, I'm telling uh, you. Shelves, you yeah, know? they got these glass jars of this stuff. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's very dense. Yellow. and it's, it's The liquid is packed and it's very dense and yellow. Yeah. And, and it's got it like little white speckles oh, floating God, all around through it. It looks exact. I'm not kidding you. It looks, you know, like how they preserve like two headed snakes and yeah. like dead freak fetuses? That's exactly what your fish, <laughs> fish looks like. Commercialized version. And you can't really see the fish yeah, it's so because palatable. the fluid is so thick. It's viscous. <laughs> viscous. It's yeah. like pig's feet or something. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is kind of like that. It's got you a little being from the south, they have the big ass jar of pig's feet up oh, there. Oh, I know, the I know. Cash register, yeah. You know what was I know. funny? I was listening to a Matt Hale <laughs> I- interview with with Combs actually. Pig's feet. And he was t- he was going on about with uh, to Matt Hale like, you know, don't you like to eat like. Uh, you know, foreign food, and they started talking about all this Jewish food. Uh-oh. And I was thinking, you're like, well, are you going to mention gefilte fish? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I do like foreign food, but not that. They did the same thing with Alex on that uh, on that show we were just talking about. Yeah, like you wouldn't uh, like to eat Chinese food or something. With, and he said, you know, we can be friends with whomever we want. You know what? You can't listen to this music. Well, we can listen to whatever we want. Yeah, that that's their see the, that they do that with Canards. music and with food to act like you know you got to have these these foreigners here to produce this. Like what? You can't make Mexican food in your own. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Like like we never. I like can make Mexican food. I can't make Chinese food, but I can make Mexican food. I like Mexican food. I don't like, like Europeans Mexican never stuff. had beans and rice. Oh, uh, we put yeah Mexican food. You know, four ingredients mixed forty ways, as as many people have pointed out. I mean, yeah, it's real fucking hard to make. Yeah, white people you know. have never had beans and rice in a tortilla, or, and never, would never, never, never figured that out. Never experienced the joy of that. 
How do we ever build houses without Mexicans? Tyler Durden chimes in here thinking that maybe that gefilte fish is is, is packed in bong water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I really can't say. I would not dare to stick that in in any opening in my body. Just from the look of it, it's gross. I wouldn't want it in my stomach via a tube. I'm like swallowing heavy just listening to you guys talk about it. You, like you got to look at it. I don't know if they got any. In the, it's hard to believe that in, in, in the Kirksville, Missouri, in a high view, they would have some gefilte fish on the shelves. i got to believe they probably don't. And we're not big on specialty. But yeah, take a look at it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's they have it in the in the stores here at a certain time of the year for some reason. I don't. When do they eat gefilte fish? I don't well, know. Oh, I think they that's a they good eat every day or all something year long. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look as as a, as a final yeah. show note here, I'm going to put on the Martin Luther Coon uh, feed again for tonight, all night, and then um, uh, in the morning I'll shut it off, and that that'll be the end of the uh, celebration. Oh, it's been a great day. That's just a. a, a, a he was Show a, note. Yeah. Happy yeah. Michael King Day. <laughs>